Cool. All right, all right. Oh man, this water is nice. Very refreshing. Oh yeah, especially with the cucumbers and uh, lemon and all that jazz. Yeah, it's a little extra refreshness. <laughs> That's one way to say it. That's why yeah, I like this place. Uh, Damn, but... I should I should ask them for some money to advertise. Yeah. So yeah. we're not gonna say the name. Yeah. <laughs> Probably should keep that on down. Though. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, it's a really cool place. If you know me, you know I like to. Yeah. Check this place out. Woo. So Father's Day stuff. Was that in Kyle or, or where? Uh, here in Austin. My okay. brother's got a place down in South Austin. Yeah. And uh, it's his first Father's Day this nice. year. So. Oh, your brother's a father. Yeah, he oh, just turned cool. a father. He's got a little little baby girl, my niece. Uh, she was born in uh, November 17th. And so it's his first Father's Day. So, you know, so mm. they're grilling up some food. You know, let him take the day off. Yeah. <laughs> Those yeah, skewer kebab things that you can get at HEB, I love those so much. Yeah, they were good. Uh, we didn't do kebabs this time around. We just did some burgers okay. and some salad. Oh, man, you're making my mouth water. <laughs> it was good. We nice. did some lamb burgers, too. Lamb burgers. Stuffed burgers. I'm all about the stuffed burgers. Ooh. Burgers with stuff. Stuff, yeah. Filled them up <laughs> with uh, some peppers and onions and some like, gorgonzola oh, cheese. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, my, my complex had a pool party yesterday and I got the last burger. I was so happy. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I was coming coming I was biking home from work. Uh-huh. And I got there and I went in the pool party and there are these big old like metal trays and one of the metal trays had a burger in it and the other metal tray two metal trays had like filled to the brim with hot dogs and people like obviously were going for the burgers. Yeah. Like, one left. Yeah. One. Out of like, <laughs> you got the and I one. got the last one. So stab some skewers in people's hands and get that burger. <laughs> yeah. Almost. Almost. I had to, I had to reach for it pretty quick. Yeah. My girlfriend and I are doing a no no like no sugar and no like quick carb thing, so I couldn't have a bun. Which is fine. I don't really mind that much. So no breads? Yeah, I mean I could have like a wrap and a pita because that's really thin and it's not like it's not like a, a thick piece of bread. Right. Um I mean technically I can't, but it's not it's I'm I'm cool with having like a tortilla. Maybe yeah. that's breaking the rules. Maybe some corn tortillas. Corn tortillas. Yeah, I like corn tortillas. I mean, it's still quick carbs, but it's not as bad as flour. How do you have not quick carbs? I mean, like eating plants is quick carbs. <laughs> yeah, but that's like included in it, you know. Okay. It's like it's like the difference between a candy bar and a piece of fruit, you know. Uh, okay. Piece of fruit is a bunch of sugar, but it's different kinds of sugars. What yeah. body processes are different. Well, also, um, I I my I had a wellness mentor. Um, who's also on my podcast. He's actually on my podcast twice because the first interview like yeah. cut out and then a couple years later I just I went a second time. But yeah. uh, he mentored me for a year about about um, like nutrition and shit. And awesome. um, one of the things he liked to say is nature packs the poison with the antidote. Mm-hmm. And so there's a bunch of sugar in fruit but there's also a bunch of fiber. And if you look at the yeah. glycemic index, it's actually quite low. Right. It makes total sense. Yeah. I have a lot of interest in wellness myself. Nice. Studied quite a bit of chemistry and biology while I was in school. Um, biochemistry, uh, Texas State. Okay. Graduated there in 2012 in aquatic biology and minored in chemistry. That makes sense why you'd go scuba diving. Yeah, yeah. Aquatic biology. You probably yeah. went out for classes a lot. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I got, I mean, while I was graduating there, I got connected with a lot of the, yeah. the scene there pretty much, and I'm still connection with a lot of the people That's there. Cool shit. Professor's still cool. It's like I'm yeah. out with him. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Um, I remember I was, I read this one article when I was in college. It was like, before you graduate, you have to do these five or ten things. And one of them was, 
take a professor out for lunch. It's <laughs> a good one. Yeah. I, it's you can get um, when you get that one-on-one time with a professor, or you can get some gems. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, one of my professors, computer science professor, like wrote a romance novel, and I was like, everyone like it was like everyone was like, oh my god, you wrote a romance novel, and I told him I was gonna read it, and I didn't read it, and I feel like shit. But <laughs> we 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 were like somewhat close until. I, I dropped out in the middle of taking this class and he specifically said to me before to so that he could approve me for the class he's like okay I'll approve you but you can't drop out because it was a it was a software methodology and you had right. to pick a partner and if you dropped out then your partner's you know vulnerable and it's like not their fault yeah. and he and so I think after that a relationship kind of faltered unfortunately um, which is reasonable and that was my my fuck up but uh you know, at least I own up to it, I guess. That's the best thing you can do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that situation. But, yeah. so, I met you... It was, it's gotta be over a week ago. It feels like it was... Yeah, it was a little over a week ago. A little so. over a week. It's like a week yeah. and a half or so. Yeah. All right. Yeah, at the card game launch. Yeah. What was the card game called? Two Robots. Two Robots. <laughs> Not three, but two. No, only two. Not four. <laughs> There's only two. Yeah. So I didn't know much about the game. My friend just dragged me over there because we were going to hang out anyway. Mm-hmm. And um, and then there were all the decks were being used, and we ended up talking. And very quickly, you unearthed a really fascinating hobby slash side hustle slash fun thing that you do. Yeah. And uh, that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, going more about scuba diving the rivers and uh, yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, I guess I have to kind of start with the origins of it so you can kind of really understand. Sure. Yeah, um, I know we, we talked a lot about it, but I'm sure there's some that I don't you know. You kind of pick up from where we left off being at Texas State because that's mm. where I learned to scuba dive. Okay. Um, well, I didn't learn. I got certified there. Actually, I learned in uh, Jamaica. Jamaica. Yeah, that's actually uh, part of my homeland. I'm half Jamaican. Nice. Um, Jamaica, man. Yeah. So, Yama. you know, if you say beer can in a British accent, you should try to say beer can. Uh, I, Beer can. <laughs> yeah, but see, but in a British accent, it sounds like beer can. Beer can? Uh-huh. Yeah, you just said bacon in a Jamaican accent. Oh, <laughs> I, get, I get it now. <laughs> beer can. Is that how it sounds? Is that how like, your grandma says it? Or? No. Well, they don't really. I guess they never really had much bacon when I was there. We always oh. ate like goat and some beef, but uh, it was always like the. Um, so they don't really pronounce the, the T, so when you okay. hear it three, it's not. It's tree. Huh. So it's three o'clock. I say the H oh, okay. so it's like three o'clock, about three o'clock. Oh, or cool. you say like, or they put like an H in front of like uh, vowels, or like airport, going to the airport. <laughs> it sounds <So>. familiar. <laughs> I don't want to go too off track, but, but uh, anyways, yeah. yeah. So I was uh, getting certified in Texas yeah. State scuba dive, and okay. one of my per- uh, scuba dive instructors, uh, we ended up just kind of hitting off for whatever reason. None of his other students seemed to care about the class. I was the only one that really seemed to care, and so what? I don't That's know cool why. Shit class. I know. Come I was on, showing man. up for dives. We we're doing yeah. night dives, deep dives, low visibility dives, yeah. and so he was pretty much my dive partner the whole yeah. time. So we hit it off, and then uh, he calls me up a few months later and says, "Hey." I got a few uh, young students I'm checking out diving. Would you like to help assist uh, dive? I was like, yeah. sure. Sounds fun. It was at uh, Spring Lake in Ocarina. Okay. It's a spring-fed lake that comes up. I'm talking about crystal oh, clear water. Cool. You can see probably 20, 30 it's feet gorgeous. underwater. Gorgeous. Wow. I mean, you can't really see water like that anywhere else. No, there. that's nice. 
And so I got an opportunity to go dive there. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go dive that. Yeah, hell fucking yeah. <laughs> so I was over there diving, and then there was another diver there, one of his buddies. Yeah. And so we're just kind of helping the students out, swimming around, having fun diving, and yeah. talking to the other diver there. And he's got a GoPro, you yeah. know, how to operate nice. it. And so I was showing him how to operate the GoPro. And then after the students are all done with their gear, they have it packed up, we're in the back, and he opens up the back of his truck, and he's got, like, all this stuff that he has, and I was, like, looking at all this stuff, and he ends up, like, selling some of the stuff to the students and the parents there, yeah. so, sells them a digital camera, a couple knives, and he had this other stuff, and he makes a little, good little chunk of money there. Nice. They leave, and we're just chatting. I was like, I was like, so did you find all that stuff in the river? And he's like, yeah, I found all that in the river. I was like, Damn. really? I was like, yeah. And so he invited me out. And of course, he was going to see if I'd actually show up. He invited me to show up the next morning at uh-huh. uh, 5.30. Crack fucking dawn. Uh, 5.30 on a Sunday morning or something <laughs> yeah. like that. So, yeah, it's crack of dawn serious, on a Sunday yeah. morning. Like, no one really shows up on 5.30 on yeah. Sunday morning. So I show up. At five minutes early pretty much yeah. <laughs> he was pretty impressed and so we go and do our dive run yeah and we would just kind of compete back and forth he'd do his little run i'd be doing my stuff and he kind of gave me some pointers and yeah. he said like you should swim along this right side of the shelf here there's a lot of things that kind of collect and fall mm-hmm. and so i go along that shelf and i find this fat gold ring and nice. i'm like it's like i'm like is it real and i like pick it up and i'm holding it and i'm like that's real nice and so <clears throat> At the time, I was working at Whole Foods, too, getting paid whatever, something yeah. an hour, and I ended up selling that ring, and pretty much what I made swimming in the river for an hour and a half was, like, over 40 hours plus of work at Whole Damn. Foods equivalent, yeah. so I was like, um, yeah, I'm going to start diving the river more often. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so that's what really got me started, and uh, the guy, the other diver, his name is JJ. Yeah. He was the one, pretty much became my uh, dive partner and business okay. partner, and uh, we started that's diving together. No, this is a, the professor. He was a different guy. Oh, uh, so he's like another guy who was at the place. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was just another one of his friends there. Yeah. And uh, his name was JJ. And so we ended up hitting it That's off cool and shit. sort of diving together. The first year, we just kind of competed. Check the battery real quick. You can keep talking. Yeah. I want to make sure it's not dying on us. Yeah, no, we're, we're damn good, actually. Oh, cool. All right. Cool. So, yeah, the first year... We just started kind of competing, you know, we just like, he'd do his thing, I'd do my thing, and so after a little while, I think it's the second year or so, we're like, hey, why don't we just yeah. combine forces and we'll just split everything 50-50, and that way nice. we're not competing against each other, and that was like the start of our business, pretty yeah. much, and our friendship, and we just started diving together back in 2010, or 2011, yeah. but uh, yeah, we uh, grew a pretty successful business out of that. Nice. You are telling me how you just... Yeah, there's a reason you keep it low for the IRS, but well, that was something different. That. I mean, he was always kind of a guy that liked to keep things under the under the radar and yeah, the books, I mean, pay, keep it cash money. Yeah, if you keep it you cash do. money, you don't have to pay taxes. Yeah, and a lot of the yeah. um, Texas laws and stuff. Like you can have like a Texas business without having an LLC and stuff. So you can have yeah. like little small business type stuff and not have to do all this tax crap and shit. Yeah. Like, once you start getting to a certain amount of income and then like yeah you kind of get into that bracket and we're like all right <laughs> yeah we want your money but like want a little when you're a little small got a little business operation that we were running it was just seasonal anyways yeah uh we'd be dive from pretty much memorial day weekend until about labor day weekend mm-hmm. makes sense yeah so so what's that cutoff uh because some listeners might be wanting to do their own thing what's the cutoff for where you have to report it to the irs Oh, uh, so if you're doing more than $20,000 in sales, is, tech, is the technical cutoff uh-huh. in which you're supposed to report to the IRS. Okay. Now it all depends on, like, who you're doing it 
width and like what, how you're distributing it. I mean, it yeah. really all depends. There's, there's a lot of gray factors. areas, but if, if you're doing more than 20K through one entity, then you usually have to report to the IRS. Okay. So uh, a solution to that would be you sell sunglasses under one entity and then gold under another entity. Yeah, there's so many ways to do it if you want. I mean, you can just do everything in cash, and like, yeah. they don't have no idea that you're doing anything. Yeah. But yeah, it all depends on how you're going to distribute and sell things. Mm. And so that was the other entrepreneurial side of doing the business. Uh-huh. You find things in the river, but you got to know how to sell it as well. Yeah. So have you ever had an issue about that? or? or you yeah, just, there uh, is some difficulty selling things. Some things aren't worth grabbing. Some things are yeah. worth grabbing. And it yeah. all depends if we had buyers or not for certain items. Mm. So some items were popular and we had buyers and people wanted to buy in bulk for parts yeah. or whatever it be. Like the gold. Gold, yeah. yeah we had, sure. Oh, yeah, jewelry, Precious gold buyers. Yeah, they'd love to buy that. Gold bars? Like oh, you just I had, wish. like, gold bars? I wish I'd find gold bars. <laughs> somebody has, like, treasure in there. Somebody's <laughs> interviewing with, like, a gold bar yeah. in their pocket. It's like, whoops. Uh, people <laughs> take a lot of shit on the river. I don't know why they do. But What's I the found... weirdest thing you found? Or some of the weirdest stuff. Well, there's all kinds of crazy bachelorette gag gifts. <laughs> yeah, I think, oh, of... you told me about the, that yeah. one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All uh, kinds of different penis shape sizes. <laughs> yeah. about like a big, long, like 18-inch dildo. Oh, that thing was probably closer to three feet. It looked three like feet. eels like, <laughs> going back and forth, waving in the water. I was Damn. like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's not supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah. I thought Bigfoot was somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the pink eel lived down here. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Damn. I don't know what I would think if I was seeing that when I was oh, doing that. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of things underwater. Some things people don't want to see underwater. Uh-huh. Uh, unfortunately, I had to recover two bodies underwater. Fuck. Yeah. You found what? So you had, like, you, what did you do? Well, the first person, uh, I guess, person in our kid I found um, was on the San Marcos River. Okay. And, um,. They were already doing a search for him the night before. Uh, yeah. they, it was just a missing person search. They had no yeah. idea where he was. Yeah. And so they were looking around the banks. They were just they didn't know, and they just didn't search the night before. Yeah. And we were just doing our normal dive run. We usually get through like on a Saturday float or whatever. Yeah. We go through Sunday morning, kind of just do a run through. Yeah, people go Saturdays and float down there. Yeah, we they, yeah people party. We'd go when people weren't out there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, but you go after they were. Yeah, out there. we go out there after they were gone, done their thing. Yeah. The water clears up. It's more enjoyable, anyways. Yeah. But anyways, we were going down, and um, well, the weird thing was uh, I came across this, uh, it was a really nice piece of rope, I mean, it was a really yeah. nice piece of rope, and I was looking at it, I was like, this would be useful, and so yeah. I kind of threw it on the boat, and we go down, my dive buddy, JJ, he finished up his uh, tanks, I had mm-hmm. one tank left, about half a tank or so, and so I was doing my run, I pop up, and I see a police officer in a boat up yeah. there, a sheriff, and like what's going on we're like doing a missing body this missing person search and I'm yeah. like uh, okay and doing break <clears throat> the family but he like talks about the family is like up on the bank I didn't see them but they were kind of far yeah. off but they were like there on the scene yeah and they didn't even have divers there or anybody nothing and so I was just kind of like okay so I go back underwater and yeah. I just keep going and the, the way the current just kind of naturally pushed me right to where he was and it's uh, the visibility when you're diving you really don't have that much visibility that yeah. what I, my example of Spring Lake is like a very you know, amazing. unique amazing yeah. experience that well, you know I had visibility out to about my arm's length you know, wow, I probably okay. was about two feet maybe yeah. three feet at the most and so like you know I was swimming and then I could just see the body just come into view and oh, I just kind of just froze for a second and then s- swam up to the top like pointed, you know, the body's here, 
Yeah. And they come over, and uh, the officers ask me, can yeah. I get this, bring him up? Yeah. I'm like, oh, jeez. You want me to bring this guy? <laughs> you know? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, so, but here's where that rope I found yeah. I thought was going to be very oh, okay. useful. I ended up taking you that knew rope. something and you knew about I this. didn't know what it was going to yeah. be useful for, but I had that weird chilling feeling. Yeah. You know, we all have that weird chilling feeling when you find something or something yeah. unique and you know it has a specific mm. case. Yeah. You don't know why or what at that time. Something's interesting. But something, yeah. yeah. And so I ended up taking that rope and going down. I put the rope around his ankle. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, grabbing a cold, dead body underwater is... Creepy. It is very creepy. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's death but there's death in the water and there's something about death in the water is just very mm. eerie and creepy yeah. I mean even a dead animal mammal yeah. or squirrel I've seen dead squirrels and it's just creepy but yeah. Uh, yeah so I took that rope up to the top handed it to the sheriff they asked me if I wanted to stay and I was like no nope <laughs> I'm good I, 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 did, I put a lot of effort in not seeing his face I didn't yeah. want to see his face Yeah. I kept it that way Yeah. so yeah. well it's good for you to do yeah. that that's cr- I don't know what I would have done probably would have freaked out a little more maybe not maybe i would have been like super calm i find that one that's one thing about me is when i'm when i'm put into a situation that calls for somebody's help i like snap to action and do it but before if i'm not like that then i'm not as in control of myself as i'd like to be yeah so like for instance there's one time where i was coming back from a, a hackathon in philadelphia it was like a it's like a sleepover for geeks where we code and program and stuff and um, and there was a blizzard so it was a lot of uh, a lot of uh, snow and it was it was like it was they called it a blizzard it was like a storm yeah and so I lived at Rutgers which is like three hours away or so two or three hours I mean it's, what's going on with the uh, this thing real quick just to make sure we're not gonna accidentally run out of space all right we are we're good all right so yeah so. I go in the car and run on way back, and it's me and two friends because I brought two friends there, and then I'm bringing them back to, to, to where we're at. Mm-hmm. And um, and um, I keep just spinning. Like we go like maybe 10 miles out, but not quite to the highway where we need to go. And my wheels just keep spinning, and they keep spinning. And, and every now and then, like I'll I'll find the, I'll catch it, and I'll be like, oh okay, so it's cool. So it's only for a few seconds, and then it'll spin. And then it'll spin. And this, we got to this one place where it just kept spinning and spinning and spinning. And I'm like, ugh. So I took this one. It was like a fleece blanket that I got for free from some tech place. And I put it underneath the um, the wheels for, like, traction. Kind of like a pad to, like, okay, the wheel can have traction on this. But it can't have traction on, on the snow. And that got us a few, like, maybe 100 yards or so. But that just stopped working. Um, and so they're freaking out. But I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm just waving down anybody and everybody who can get there and I have this right. ratcheting strap like a ratcheting hook that has a big old strap and um and finally most got most people just go by and this one guy they're like hey you know you should just call towing company call a towing company I'm like I don't I'm cautious I don't have a fucking that. so I don't really want to call a towing company to tow us all the way to the highway which is like a couple miles away I'm like I don't want to do that so I finally get this guy with a with a truck who's cool with it and I double wrap the ratcheting hook around it because he doesn't have a, have a chain. I don't have a chain, and I don't even have a. I don't even have like a hitch. I just wrap it around a certain part of the frame. Right. And um, you know, I go in neutral. He pulls us to the to the highway and, and we finally get back. But I was completely completely calm. I, like they were yep. freaking out, and I was 100% calm. That's what it takes, really, and that's what I tell anybody that wants to get into scuba diving and be yeah. in the water. 
if you panic, it's the worst thing you can do. It's the worst yeah. thing you can do. You have to be calm. Yeah. It's very hard to do to be underwater and be calm because, yeah. like, let's say, like, your regulator comes out of your mouth, yeah. which is the thing you breathe off of. Yeah. Like, you're underwater with nothing to breathe, and you're trying to grab this, your one air supply or whatever. Yeah. And, and, and then, then you start panicking, and you yeah. start making it worse. And your heart's beating exactly. faster. You're exactly. using more energy Absolutely. And oxygen. More oxygen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's... I spent so much time underwater for me. Yeah. It was just like it was just natural. Yeah. <laughs> the average diver gets an hour on the tank. Uh -huh. I was getting two hours and leaving some air in the tank. Nice, nice. Because you were breathing so slow and calm. It was slow and calm, and it was like setting a rhythm. It was like kind of yeah. a meditational rhythm, and so yeah, slow and calm. But I'm not sitting in one place. I was still covering. I was, well, the river, I was doing about a half mile stretch or more, mm -hmm. and I was going from bank to bank. So I'm swimming yeah. three, four, five, six yeah, like miles back, back and, and forth, forth, back and forth. Yeah. And still being able to do like two hours on a tank. Yeah. You showed me this one uh, clip. You got this, this GoPro. And you just like found this GoPro, turned it on, and then used they had some footage from that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd see me uh, go and find this little gold ring. You know, like, yeah. That's the one thing is uh, my eyes got very sharp in defining yeah. what. I didn't see like, anything. You're like, oh yeah, you see on the footage like where it glints. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't see, I don't see where it's glinting. I don't see any of that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's my eyes were trained to look for yeah. things differently. A lot of things people would look for the object. I'd look for the size of an object, yeah. the shape of something, yeah. maybe the color. Yeah. I mean. It, it's different underwater and you're moving yeah. you're going zigzag and you got yeah. let's say two to three feet of visibility around you yeah and so <laughs> it's so difficult cool. finding things yeah um, actually one of the stories is i got hired to look for a girl's ring yeah we had a uh, salvage dive oh, recovery cool. yeah. and so i would do, i'd go out and do like you know for some cases for things where people have you know some yeah. really you know precious items they want back they yeah. get hired and out and i'd go out and look and one of those was a girl's graduation ring yeah she lost and oh, no. <clears throat> she god she was pretty pretty hammered then and she's you know we're at the end and she comes in she's like i lost my graduation ring and she had like no idea where she yeah. lost it and like i had to kind of like get her to like name some like landmarks, landmarks and yeah. stuff and so i kind of got like an idea of where it was yeah and so i go out there at night and yeah. usually i'd like to go Depends. I'd usually like to search for jewelry either at night or early in the morning. Because the glints are easy to see. Exactly. I go and you're probably light. shining with a light, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I'd be shining with a light. And uh, it takes some time to get used to, but you shine yeah. your light and you see a lot of trash. And at first you're thinking, oh, that's something, that's something, that's something. Yeah. It's just a aluminum can or a bottle yeah. cap or something. It glints, but it's not. Yeah, but once you actually see a real ring yeah. or a real something, it has a different reflection, a different yeah. look. And then your eyes start recognizing that. And so yeah. I was diving looking left looking right i mean it's like let's say you're looking for a ring and you know how hard it is to find a ring in like a lawn or like a, in the grassy yeah. area like that underwater yeah <laughs> the same thing but underwater yeah so i'm going looking left looking right the current's yeah. pushing you this way you have yeah. limited visibility yeah you're bouncing up and down you know? yeah and so i my light kind of off the corner of my eye i see a quick reflection like yeah. off the corner i look i was like well that's something different i swim over there and i pick up this ring and it's exactly the ring that she described Damn. I'm like, wow that's crazy <laughs> how much did you get paid for that the charge uh, was a uh, hundred dollars you know just to get me in the water yeah. and then 33 an hour Nice. So I, I was able to do it within an hour. So nice. 133 bucks. Yeah, that's a little quick buck. Yeah, it's fair. And you're making her happy too. Yeah, it's a fair like price. She, 
you're, you're making like you're adding value to that person's life yeah was, like that's she, about like uh, for me that's what I had to charge to make it yeah, worth my time and equipment and it's about you know I didn't want to like overly charge it to where like they're getting ripped yeah, off so it was yeah, like so a nice fine medium I yeah. thought and like some people felt happy, yeah. they're happy some people like paying it and they thought it was a good deal some people like ah, I'll just go buy something else I'm like, yeah, cool, go for it. well that means that they just didn't care about the thing enough I yeah, mean exactly if, like, if it's not sentimental enough to you for you to pay like 200 bucks to find it then it's not that important thing. exactly and that was for the case for a lot of things actually because yeah. I would I like to do some things you know just general kind of acts of kindness for people yeah. but you had to do it for people that were like I want to say I guess would put effort into like being contacted yeah. or nice and kind um, yeah because a lot of people were actually yeah. <laughs> assholes oh. and I, it was like damn I had some situations where I was like man my own safety's in danger I don't want to yeah. be doing this on a regular basis with like all this crap I find so yeah. it really got to the point where I'd only do specific cases for people that put effort in one being contacted that were kind yeah. and respected my time as well yeah for sure makes sense yeah that's one thing I appreciated about you is that you're a really good communicator and especially nowadays, like, I'll, I'll have a really genuine connection with somebody. And then texting, I'll either want to meet up, either, like, just friendship thing or if, if I, like, chatted with a girl at a party. And then we'll, we'll want to meet up. And, like, there's a genuine interest from both parties. And right. If it's a friendship or, like, a relationship thing. And then, like, fucking ghost it. And, like, something, something does. And yeah. I think it's just the fact that, like, once you move to text, a lot of people are, like, don't really treat it as I'm talking to a person. Yeah, it's no, like it's, kind of a it's like a notification from an app. It's yeah. like your text is now is now doesn't feel like you're a person anymore, and it, and it's like how how the hell do you get past that? You know, it's it's changing how we interact with each other, and I think that's 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 an issue. I agree to that. People are getting kind of numb to it, and then just kind of get caught up. Spread. I don't know. For me, I think people are spread too thin with all this stuff. Oh, you, know, you got so much going on, yeah. and then like. For me too, sometimes I get distracted and like, oh, I'm supposed to respond to this person on this. Yeah, I just yeah. completely forgot. Like, I looked at their message, but then I got distracted with this and I just yeah. completely forgot to respond or something. You're, so. you're reliable though, and I really appreciate that. I mean, yeah. I, I keep friends around who are reliable, so like, that's a good thing. I don't, none of my friends are unreliable, and that's just because I choose friends who are reliable. But yeah. it's like, so it just kind of annoys me because it's like, there are, there's a lot of potential. I'm not a shortage of friends, but like, there's a lot of potential for good friendships yeah. that just falter because people are shitty textures and i'm like if you if we if you were in a shitty texture our friendship would be amazing and i'm like fuck that man uh, some of that too yeah. to me is a lot of like this passive aggressive shit You're like fine. for me like yeah. i like i grew up a lot They're of so old school yeah. guys that are like just shoot it straight like just give it to yeah. me straight like yeah. that's what i like too i'm like look i'm late 20 minutes cool just shoot it to me straight like I don't yeah need, like don't like, oh, yeah. disappear or whatever like kind of all this passive aggressive stuff just like just tell me what it is so i, I can like, adjust and move on yeah i hate that crap oh man i, I could bitch about that all day but it, then i'll sound like a whiny, whiny fucktard so i'm not gonna right. do that <laughs> but but uh no it's just just like a societal thing i mean i was actually just listening to the joe rogan podcast um um before i came uh, respect that guy a lot and i know that like our first names are the same so i respect him a little bit more just because of that mm-hmm. um but he i really like how he just he just brings up things that are happening in the world like things that are pertinent and i'm like oh that's really cool like you're in, you're like kind of weaving your your podcast into the platform into the fabric of what's going on now and um i mean in the past it's interesting because in the past what i would do is i was take i would take a like a message i wanted to say like kind of like oh i'm a guru for helping people live interesting lives and uh-huh. 
Fucking no, I'm not. <laughs> there are a lot of people that live more interesting lives than me. And I, sure, like, my life is a lot more interesting than some people's. But, like, who the fuck am I to say, like, I'm going to help you do this? I mean, sure, maybe by listening to other people who have interesting lives, you'll be able to have an interesting life yourself. But who? Uh, how do I know what people are getting from this show? Maybe some people are getting, like, inspiration. Maybe some people are, like, laughing at the people on the show. Maybe some people are like, oh, that's really... You know, I don't know what people are getting I mean, from this. You never know. I mean... They probably never thought that scuba no. divers are going down there and collecting all the stuff that gets lost in the river and, and reselling cool it and making money. <laughs> that was like that was one of the things that I that was why I wanted to get you on because I was fascinated by this and I don't know what other people are going to think, but I think they'll be fascinated too because that's like you got stories. I didn't even know yeah. about the bodies. That was cool. Yeah, that was one of the stories. Yeah. There's another was story of another body, but I just want to check the battery and I do want to hear that if you're down to say. Sure. It's not like a ghost in your past or whatever. No. Oh, yeah, we got the same percentage. It's not even going away. All right, we're good. Yeah, well, actually, so that ring story I was telling you about yeah. is a kind of a segue into the body. Oh, damn. Story. It's the same same thing? Same weekend. Okay, same weekend. Okay. Yeah, that was a, the 4th of July weekend. Yeah. Crazy Last fucking year, weekend. Like, it was a few years ago. Yeah, okay. uh, I want to say probably about three years ago or yeah, something yeah. like that. Okay. Uh, three or four years ago. But, yeah, it was a 4th of July weekend. Just crazy weekend. Yeah. Um, we were cleaning up. <laughs> As we'd say, we just find we were finding so Clean much up, stuff. Yeah. Cleaning up. Just <laughs> nice. Nice. And uh, we did that dive recovery for that girl yeah. the night before. I yeah. found that ring. And uh, we were doing the, it was the 4th of July that weekend. So it was like, it so happened to be like the 4th of July. It was like on Monday. So it was like that extra yeah, yeah. long weekend oh, type okay, thing. Yeah. And so it was just crazy. Nice. And um, it was, yeah, 4th of July evening, going through, we're doing our dive run, my dive partner and I, JJ, mm-hmm. uh, he was kind of like, we just kind of split up, you live a river right, me river left, that's what yeah. you always say, like, so you don't get yeah. confused, you always say river right or river left. Okay. So if you're it's looking like up right river, left. exactly, exactly, <laughs> so yeah, we'd always okay. chip, pick one so side. So looking re- with the current or looking against the so current? So always looking with the current. Okay, so looking so. with the current is right and left, mm-hmm. otherwise it's flipped. Exactly, okay. and so that way, you know, if you're looking up river, it doesn't confuse you. I'm river right, yeah. and so you're still, you know, what side you're on or whatever. Yeah, okay, makes sense. And so we were doing our run, and it was just like, I heard all these Zodiac boats just going over our heads. Yeah. Just, I mean, it was, What's a Zodiac boat? The Zodiac boat is um, kind of like a pontoon boat you see, like, in maybe some of the movies where it's got a small motor on the back, okay. and it's got these little air um, pontoons on the side. Okay. You see a lot of like the Navy Seal divers riding on or okay. whatever, and then yeah, they, they yeah. roll off the back or something like that. Okay. So the um, police officers were using those to get around the river and back and forth. Yeah. And it's just one of those weekends where it's just extra long. It was kind of like it was about this time of day where it's kind of dust, yeah. darkish, yeah. you know, sun's it's, down it's by the day. O'clock. Yeah, it's about eight o'clock right now, yeah. eight thirty on a summer evening. Yeah. And uh, so there's still people on the river. It's still kind of packed, but, and we're so we're trying to get our last you know, one run in the evening before it got dark. Yeah. And we're going through and just all this commotion going on. We pop up, we go off to the side, and we're just both like just loaded down with stuff. We had like our bags full. I had, my, I had to start putting things inside our wetsuits because we could carry everything. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we we're just absolutely loaded down. Yeah. And we're sitting off to the side. It's, it's a weekend. It's, like it's a, a, holiday it's a super holiday weekend. Yeah. It was a, definitely a good weekend for us. But yeah, um, we, a firefighter comes over to us uh-huh. and says, on like, a boat? Hey, uh, he was kind of on the bank, okay. and uh, the net river's kind of narrow. I'd say it's probably yeah. about like 30, 40 yards wide in some parts, maybe 20 okay. yards wide. And, so uh, not like Lady Bird Lake. Super, no, no, no. Like, you can be on both sides of the lake and kind of sh- uh, river and shout back and forth to each okay. other. And so he's on the other side, and he's shouting over to us, and like, hey, 
Uh, I noticed you guys were diving. Did you notice anything? Uh, we're doing a missing person search, and we're like, oh my god, again. <laughs> not, not, not one of these. Not again. Oh, like, man. oh my god. And so they, I saw their divers going out there, and they were yeah. carrying these like transect lines. Transect line is pretty much a lead line. So yeah. it sinks underwater, and yeah. so they can make like a grid underwater and do a search. Oh, okay, yeah. And so they're carrying these transect lines. And I'm like, what are they doing? Like, look, you guys are in a river. Like, I tell them, like, I dive this river all the time. Like, you can't do a, a search right there because that part of the river, the bottom of the river, is super smooth. And so uh -huh. the current just naturally pushes everything and continues pushing. I was like, yeah. he's not going to be there. He's going to be over here where the catch-all is, which is like uh -huh. a pile of rocks plus some yeah. debris. And there's, like, some branches and stuff. So things kind of get stuck right there. Yeah. And I pointed at the firefighter. He's going to be right there or somewhere. If you're going to search, you should, you should here in this yeah. area, not where those divers are. And he's like, okay, cool, thanks. And he goes up river. Or, and I guess he tells them something. So we were like, hey, we're done. We're done yeah. for the evening. So we, we go in. We didn't even dive. We just swam in on yeah. the surface. Called it a night. We're like, we'll come back in the morning yeah. and finish up. So, you know, we get there in the morning. We look around, see if everything's all cleared out. You know, everything's like it's calm. Like it's just yeah. early morning. So like, all right, let's do a dive run. Mm -hmm. So we hop in, start doing a run. I get down to the end. I get to the section, and I look at the section exactly where I told the firefighter, and I see a, the body laying there, and it's uh, like a middle-aged man, mid-40s oh, or so, laying on his back, his arms kind of floating up, and it's just like, oh my god, and I just oh, like, swam up, and it's just like, started yelling, because it's kind of like, there's houses it's along there. the river and stuff, yeah. and there's people kind of walking around, and I was like, hey, call 911, I found a body, and people were like, <laughs> yeah. Calling the cops and I get down to the end of the river. Yeah. And I see a snorkeler coming. We're like shouting at him, like, oh, because I can see he's on the exact line where oh, the body he's is. See it, so, yeah. he gets, I can see him, like, see the body and freak out and <laughs> swim off to the side. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no. He's not going to snorkel again. Yeah. Maybe so. <laughs> oh, wow. Again. That's crazy. Yeah. Where I was you, like, so I was yeah. like, I couldn't believe that shit because one. That's exactly where you said it would be. That's exactly where it says be. And secondly, they, the divers there, they gave up on searching yeah. that night. They gave up on searching. They didn't even see where you, well, maybe you didn't hear you or you didn't communicate well I'm just well pissed that they gave up on searching yeah. that night. I mean, it was like, it's a spring-fed river, so the water yeah. clears up really quickly. Yeah. And that was the same river where I found the girl's ring the uh, night yeah. before. Yeah. I didn't even know where she lost it. They knew about a 100-yard radius where the guy was. Yeah. I, I had to guesstimate on this entire river section where she lost it. <laughs> yeah, and you found like, and a, I small still, and a, a small last ring. And yeah. they couldn't find a body. They gave up on finding a body. I found yeah. a ring in the middle of the night. Yeah. I was kind of irritated wow. about that. But. Yeah. You know, tax dollars at work. Yeah, all right. I was like, all right, guys, I'm going to send you the bill. <laughs> yeah, please. Like, whatever you're paying them, pay, give it yeah, to me. That's what bill. I was thinking. It's like, how much? It's like, I was thinking they're going to ask you to go back in, and you'd be like, okay, well, 10000 bucks. But no, they ended up doing their job for them. Yeah. No, I mean, I would, yeah. if I saw a dead body, I wouldn't just leave it there either. No, you can't. I mean, no. you, know, like, you have to say it do something. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I, I did my part. I was like, look. Everyone knows that right here. I call like they. I saw people on the I'm phone. They already called nine one. I was like, I'm going down river. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I already I've already done thing. one. I'm not doing another. Yeah, like a one time uh, similar thing to me. There was this one dude. I was. He was just walking down the street and he had like a cut. It was like just. It was still bleeding. Like like it wasn't even stopped up yet. And he had like a black eye. And I'm like, okay, well he just got out of a fight and he was just limping. And I don't know how how like steel-toed boots just kicking his face. I don't know what was happening. He was just limping down the street. I'm like, hey, what's, what's going on? You should call 911. He's like, no, if I call 911, they're going to start shooting. In fact, they're going to start shooting. You shouldn't be around me. And I'm like, 
Oh, first, he's not paranoid because he's, he's actually beat up. Like, he's not okay. just saying, spouting random shit. He's, like, bleeding from his face, and I'm like, uh, I'm, like, conflicted. I'm like, I want to help this guy, but I also don't want to be around him, and he might be telling the truth. So, oh, fuck, man. Like, no, you should really call 911. Like, you should get help. He's like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm like, I'm gonna call 911. He's like, no, please don't. Like, they're gonna start shooting, yeah. and they don't care. And I'm like, okay. And he, like, checks into the salon because he didn't want to be around me. He's like, yeah. please get away from me. I'm like, and I called up the police. I'm like, I, I can't just let this go. And I'm like, he's in this salon. And I'm like, yeah, somebody else called, but thanks for calling. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the first person that called. They're like two construction guys. Because I didn't notice anything wrong because he was like, you know, maybe 10 feet ahead of me and I was walking the same direction. And I, I didn't see his face. But I saw these two construction guys just like look at him and like look at each other and just start talking. What the hell happened? And then I looked closer and I'm like, oh damn, he is bleeding on the side of his head. And then I caught up and all that happened. I was like, no, I couldn't let that go. Yeah. I don't know what the hell was going on there. Like, yeah. he could have passed out and just like, I don't know. I don't know if he would have died. It wasn't that bad, but it could have been that bad. How do I know? He could have been bleeding in his brain. You never know. Yeah. So I hope he's okay. <laughs> that was weird as shit. It wasn't like a body in the water weird as shit, but like, that was weird as shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was definitely something like, I couldn't just like, not tell somebody who's in charge of like, safety and stuff, you know? Yeah. And that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of safety, yeah. man, uh, words of wise on the river i don't okay. know why people do certain things but i try to warn people yeah one always take your rings off so this is okay. advice for your listeners right. here so you're, you're, you're gonna, gonna lose money on this by the way <laughs> i don't care I, don't, <laughs> I try to protect people some yeah. people say fuck off mind your own business like fine i'll go find your shit later <laughs> yeah so, yeah your 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 wedding rib, that's that's my uh yeah, that's my rent this month yeah, <laughs> thank exactly. you very much yeah, i appreciate you <laughs> yeah. i do like to help people when i can there's yeah. so many people that float okay. the river. So advice, like my business is fine. advice from Nick Porter. One, always take your rings off. A lot okay. of people always, for some reason, thought, you know, that if they left their rings in the car, the car would get broken into, and they yeah. had a higher chance of them getting their car broken into and stolen than and it's and slipping so they, off their finger. Exactly, and they don't really think about it, so they take it on the river. Glove compartment, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the reason why you take the rings off yeah. is because you, one, your hands get cold in the water, yeah. and so they naturally oh, shrink. shrink. Oh, yeah. wow. okay. And then the other part is you're in the tube; you don't even think about the paddling motion that you yeah. naturally do, and that naturally throws that the throws ring. the ring. You're throwing, throwing the ring away. Yeah. Throw yeah. off. You have a few <laughs> drinks and you forget that it's on there. You just to get numb yeah. to it and it's gone. Or you're with your mistress. Mistress, whatever. It's, yeah, it's, it's in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the other thing. Don't put things in your pockets. Okay. Because a lot of people don't think about. Okay, I put it in my pocket to be safe. Your pockets yeah. have air pockets. Uh, your pockets have pockets. <laughs> your pockets have air pockets. The air pockets. Hey, bro, I heard you like pockets. So I put pockets in your pockets. So get out pockets in your pockets. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The reason why is the air pocket shoots things out of your pocket. Oh wow, yeah. So like, like the, if you have cash or anything like that, it just mm -hmm. naturally just makes it come out of the pocket. Damn. Okay. <laughs> and I would always find like money and then like in a trail. I could always tell when it came out of the pocket because it go in this little trail. And I'd, I remember yeah. finding this like twenty dollar bill, then another twenty dollar <laughs> bill, because <laughs> they're moving one. down the road. Exactly. <laughs> and then at the very end of it was a roll of like five twenties. So it was like <laughs> a two hundred dollar <laughs> trail of money. Oh man. Just, like, <laughs> What's gonna come next? Ah, oh, twenty. What's gonna come? A fifty. Five hundred dollar bill. You don't need money on the river. I don't know why no. people took money on the river. Maybe because yeah. they buy stuff and they get forget to take it out of their pockets. You do but... deals in inner tubes. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. the guy in the next inner tube. You're just like handing him. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you gonna do? Uh, <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So yeah, I'd find a lot of loose okay. money in the river. The third thing is yeah. if you're gonna take electronics. 
put a flotation device on it or a leash. Yeah, okay. Make sure that leash is secure. Like because a, a lot of gears. people do waterproof things, which yeah. is great, but you don't think about it being loss-proof. Yeah. And so uh, there's so many electronic things that are just on the bottom of the river. Yeah. And so if you just have like a GoPro and put a little flotation jacket on there, like that's fine. Or yeah, and they have like a, a leash or something. They have like a handle that has air in it. That, yeah, that yeah, comes, yeah. yeah, I don't know if it comes with it or if you have to buy it separately, but it, it like it'll float on the water. It's designed yeah, for that. It is worth the money. Yeah, it is definitely worth money. Or do some like leash, just like just put some kind of security on that because yeah. you will knock it off. You will forget about it. Like okay. take those extra precautions. And so. <laughs> you were telling me about how the phone cases are like okay to an hour. And then they're shit. Yeah, that's true. So the submersion factor on phones, like, they're usually okay for the first couple hours or so. Yeah. But then, like, even under four feet of water, it's enough pressure to get yeah. in there and, and start damaging things. Like, the very, like, small, like, micrometer, those, like, get in there. It's amazing okay. what water can do. Yeah. It is absolutely amazing. Like, even just the condensation effect of water yeah. coming through. Yeah. It'll do it. I mean, just, like, even smallest gap, it'll yeah. just slowly seep through. When you, it's under pressure. When it's under pressure like that, under it'll... Under pressure. <laughs> Yes, sir. Under pressure. Had to. Uh, you, you got it. Yeah. That makes sense. But you said the yeah. GoPro cases are perfect. Oh, yeah. They, whatever they're, uh, they do with their technology, is, yeah. they're, they're amazing. I found one completely covered in algae. It had been underwater so long. Yeah. And it worked. Nice. <laughs> Did it have battery? Is that the one you recorded with? It had a charge it, but okay. no, it There's one that you found that you literally just picked up and started recording. Start recording, recording. yeah. I just started engaging <laughs> at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I so find cool. so many GoPros. I mean, it was, yeah. I'd find at least 20 in a year. Nice. Nice. I mean, it was, it was crazy. And those, those things, I mean, I, I bought one and I had to sell it because uh, I didn't plan for rent. And I'm like, what can I sell, like, now? It's just something that I don't do anymore because, thankfully, I plan better. But um, that one I bought for, like, I bought it used for, like, 170 at a pawn shop and then sold it for, like, 150 or something. I lost money on it, but... You always do with electronics. <laughs> yeah, but it, but it depends. Like, if you buy it, like, because I also flip phones, mm -hmm. and there you just have to buy it cheap. Yeah, if you can get the good number on it. Yeah. Sure. So like that, the way you get a good number is, um, and if buy, anyone wants to know buy more, phones off the river. <laughs> yeah. Well, if anyone wants to know more, I know a guy who who literally has taught probably at this point thousands of people. I met him in person. We have a one-on-one -on -one relationship, but yeah. he he makes himself fifty thousand dollars a month flipping electronics, and he has like a couple stores and a couple employees. So that's not just him, but he makes um, probably about double that uh, selling a course on how to do it. And he knows, like he knows this shit down cold. Like, he is amazing at this, and I've known him for a few years, and he taught me how to do it, uh, and I, I, I have access to to him, and so if you want to know his secrets, let me know. I also have access to his course. I can sell it at a discount nobody else can sell it at, so it's for people on the thing. You know, message me or email me at uh, joe at thespotofjoe.com, and uh, I'll put you two in touch and get you in on the course, but that's one thing where, like, I really love doing that because I fucking love electronics. And then I'm able to play with electronics and then make tons of money on the side. So that's one thing I'm doing right now is getting back into it. Um, I took a few months off because we used to find guys yeah. like you because we didn't want to deal with electronics. Yeah. And so I'd have a bag of phones or whatever in various conditions I did not give a yeah. crap about. And I just set them on desk, let you figure out what's yeah. worth to you. And we'd decide on a number and I'd sell it. And so I had several buyers like nice. that. And so Maybe you still do that. I'm down. Uh, I do some. I haven't been diving much this year. Sure. Um, unfortunately, the JJ, my dive partner I talked to about, uh, yeah. passed away last year. Yeah. Sorry and about so, that. Yeah, they're kind of taking a little year off uh, yeah. this time around. Yeah, it was something to keep in mind. Yeah. Because I bought 
five broken phones last night for 10 bucks total. Which, I don't know if I'm gonna make any money off of them, it's a risk. Mm. Those broken phones, you never know. You well, never know, it's a, it's a lot. Yeah, the thing is, I can't list them individually because it's seven bucks for shipping. I list them for 20 bucks, seven bucks, plus the two bucks for, for the fee, I lose money. Yep. But, but I list them as a bundle for 40 and hopefully somebody takes Hey, I want to scavenge parts. Yeah. So who knows? But. eBay's the place for that. I used yeah. to just sell everything and anything on that. I still do. Like, nice. Uh, Oakley's. Here's a piece of gum. Yeah. <laughs> Oakley parts. Like, yeah. Oakley sunglasses. I just sell, like, Oakley, just like a stem or a yeah. nose piece. Or... And you actually sell those? Oh, yeah. Individual nice. parts like that? Yeah. Nice. There's, it's got a, Oakley, for whatever reason, has a huge following. Yeah. And uh, I have a lot of international customers that nice. buy like all my sunglasses, US yeah, made global, sunglasses. Fucking, yeah. I love the global shipping program. Yeah, it's awesome. Fun. It's awesome. I see it like, oh, I'm sending something to Brazil or yeah. Netherlands or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice. cool. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll send it to them. All right, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to check the battery real quick. We got some good time on this. We got some battery. Um, I got a few more minutes. Oh, damn. Yeah. Um, just gonna, um, if anyone wants to, I'm gonna close this up and then we'll just converse for a bit. Sure. Um, but I'm curious, do you uh, have an eBay store if anyone's curious to see like the sunglasses that you found? Sure, you go to chillemeyewear.com. How so do you spell that? Chill, C H I L L E M, then eyewear. Mm -hmm. E Y E W E A R. Correct. And if somebody wants to get certified to scuba dive, I would suggest them go through their local dive shops. So just kind of do a little Google search and just type dive shop and the nearest mm -hmm. one will pop up to you, give them a call and uh, yeah. they'll get you certified. If you're looking at buying gear, um, depends on which budget it is. I would suggest being patient and either piece some things together once you kind of have some experience diving. You know, just rent some gear for the first time or two and get an idea of what the gear does and what, what you like. And then you may actually find a better deal piecing it together than, mm -hmm. rather than buying everything through the shop. You know? yeah. If that's not a big deal to you, you know, then throw down a few grand and get everything from the shop and mm -hmm. hit the waters. Nice, nice. Cool shit, man, thank you. No problem. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like it, subscribe. The more subscribers I have, the more content I can create. Also, become a patron for some shout-outs and secret uh, opportunities to get some more content, etc. Um, and that's going to be available at patreon.com forward slash the spot of Joe. That's patreon.com forward slash the spot of Joe. Uh, that will help me make more content, get better equipment, all that jazz. Hope you enjoy it. And thank you for your morning spot of jail.